Nick here. Welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi, friend. I hope you're well. I am so excited to be back talking to you this week. I want to talk to you about everything that's going on right now. We're on the 7th of December. It is a wild time. (laughs) We as mums with businesses and careers and stuff to do have lists for lists for lists for lists and you've just got a lot on your plate right now. Am I right? I think I am. You've got Christmas parties, you've got outfits to buy, you've got gifts to buy, you've got presents to buy, you've got meals to cook, you've got stuff to go to the shops to feed your family, you're trying to make your house nice, you're trying to keep your habits right, you're trying to build your business, you're trying to do well at your job, you're trying to do all the things and sometimes it can get a little bit much. (laughs) Anyone relate to that? I hope you can because I don't think I'm alone when I say that. So you may have noticed, those of you who are eagle-eyed, I know there definitely are some of you because I got a few questions last week, did you not have a podcast coming out on Wednesday? I was supposed to. I was supposed to. And honestly, things just got a little bit wild. And the day that I had time to record it, I just didn't know what to say. (laughs) The time came and I just had podcaster's block, writer's block, and I didn't know what to say. And I missed the deadline then I was going away. And I just thought, you know what? No one's going to die if I don't release a podcast this week. And I was sad for myself because we've got over 30 episodes week to week and I missed one. But it doesn't matter. I was telling my friend about this and she said, well, maybe next week you can just talk about the fact that you're not a unicorn. Sometimes you're going to drop a ball and sometimes things happen and that's okay and you just have to go on with life. And do you know what I learned from this last week? So it's so interesting how your mind runs away with yourself when one thing goes wrong. So when you are a goal-oriented person and you are going for better things in your life, which I know you are, sometimes when one thing goes wrong, you can get the, oh, well, one thing's happened, so we might as well screw the whole thing. And that's what I, I honestly had these thoughts. I thought, well, I've missed a week. Maybe this, maybe I should just not do it again for the rest of 2021. Maybe I should just pick it up again in the new year. Or maybe I should stop. Maybe I just can't do this every week. And maybe, you know, maybe this is a sign that I should not do it. And oh my goodness, it's so interesting. And then when I caught myself, I thought, oh, for goodness sake, Meg, come on. When you're on an eating plan and you have a bar of chocolate, what do you do? You just put the wrapper in the bin and get on with your life and get back to the healthy eating habits. You don't need to have a bar of chocolate and then think, well, that's it. It's up the up the swarry now. Might as well go and order a Domino's and sit there and have a dessert. And then tomorrow morning I'll have pancakes for breakfast, followed by a baguette for lunch. It doesn't need to be like that. It doesn't need to be all or nothing. And I definitely have a streak of me that's a bit too much like this. And I think it comes from this saying that I used to hear a lot when I was young. And that is, well, you might as well be hung for a sheep as a lamb. 
and I don't I don't even know where that comes from but I think it comes from the fact that if you're going to do something you might as well do it you might as well go all in if you're going to steal a lamb you might as well steal the big one steal the sheep if you're going to have a chocolate bar you might as well just go all out and why do things affect this like the day of the week well if you make a mistake on the Wednesday then you might as well just keep up that curve until Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and we'll start again on Monday so instead of one day off you've just had four days off why (laughs) it makes no sense so This is what my first point of today is. We're going to talk about how to stay sane during this silly season. And my first point is, if you get off track, which you will, you're going to have nights out. You're going to have nights where you want to watch Love Actually with a box of celebrations. You're going to have nights where you have the most amazing three-course meal and that's all good. When you go off the track, just get back on again. It's okay. It's just a bump in the road. Just get back on again. And... I'm going to give you a few tips as to how you can deal with this and things that you can put in place to really help you over this festive season when literally sometimes it feels like people are coming at you from all angles. So many people have their own priority lists and their own invites and their own things that they want you to be part of. Sometimes you're going to have to say no. Sometimes you're going to have to realise what your boundaries are. Sometimes you're going to have to actually make boundaries if you've never had them and just really think about prioritising and planning your time well because this is a month where things are busy and if you don't make a plan you're going to be part of someone else's and you're just going to find yourself swaying from post to post and not really get much done or feel like you've achieved much by the end of this year rather than looking at the end of this year like it's the last month of the year. Let's go for it with your goals. Let's stick to the habits that you spent all year trying to establish. Let's focus on what you want to close the year out like rather than just kind of bitting in the way the way it falls because nothing just organically falls the way you want it to fall. You have to make a plan and figure it out along the way. So let's talk about prioritising first. What are your priorities for the next three weeks, for the end of the year? Where is your priority? So obviously family is going to be up there, but I feel like there's a lot of pressure, external pressure from the outside environment to say December is a month for just literally putting your feet up, watching Christmas film after Christmas film and doing nothing, getting fat as a Christmas turkey and then you start again in January. What about, what about if you prioritised your goals and decided that you actually want to feel good on the 1st of January, you want to really spend some really quality time enjoying the Christmas films, enjoying the chocolate, enjoying the nights out, but then the days where you're not doing anything, you're still focusing on your goals. You're getting up, you're eating well, you're exercising, you are still sticking with the healthy habits you've formed all year and you're still managed to fit in the quality time. You can do that if you set your priorities well. Because if you don't, then other people's priorities will take 
over your own. So decide on what your priorities are. Decide on how you want to close the year, the, the year, close the year in every area of your life. So what do you want your family life to look like? What do you want your business life to look like? What do you want your career to look like? What do you want your physical health to look like? What do you want your mental health to look like? So decide on what your priorities are. And that way, when you are given an offer or an invite, you can say, does this fit with the priorities I have set for this last month of my year? It does, okay, say yes. It doesn't say, sorry, you can't manage, maybe in the new year. When you have priorities, the decisions that you need to make at this time of year are far simpler. So decide, number one, on what your priorities actually are. And then when you have your priorities, plan your time accordingly. Plan your time around that. So if your priority for the end of the year is family time, then have you scheduled in time to spend with your family? Have you invited family over have you decided on dates where you will spend with your family maybe your friends are your priority at this time of year then have you made dates to see your friends maybe your business maybe you have big goals in your business and you want to make sure that you smash those goals by the end of the year then make sure you've carved out time for your business make sure you've carved out time for your career make sure you've carved out time for your fitness whatever your priorities are make sure you're carving out time in your diary for them because if you wake up and you don't have time carved out for any of these things then the day will pass you will spend the day getting organized for the 25th and it'll be time to pick up the kids and you'll have lost your time so make sure you're prioritizing and then planning your time accordingly Gifting is a massive part of how we spend our time and our money and our mental capacity at this time of year. And I was thinking about last year and last year we were basically in lockdown and we were very limited with what we were able to do and the joy that we were able to bring into our lives and the people that we were able to see this time last year in the UK anyway. And I focused a lot more on gifting than I had previously done, to be honest. And I got into what I would say was probably a slippery slope of buying big for the children and encouraging that kind of gifting mentality and placing importance on the material things at Christmas. And thinking about my habits of buying for this year I've really dug into that a little bit and realized that why was I doing that probably last year because it was this this source of joy for the kids at Christmas but also a different time it was a different time we didn't have all the nights out we didn't have all the trips we didn't have all the fun things to do with family and friends and all of that stuff so gifting was a much larger focus for me and this year I've just realized that actually I personally don't place that much importance on material things and I don't really want to get into the habit of raising children who also do and when it comes to children, I think you have to be careful about how much you give them if you're in the fortunate position to be able to do that because you want them to be grateful for what they have. So it just, when I started thinking about this, it reminded me that gifting is such a source of stress for so many people 
at this time of year because they spend time and money. It's the stress of spending the money. It's where is this money coming from? It's the stress of making decisions. It's the stress of choosing the right gifts for people. And some people put a lot more effort into this than others. But what I've learned to do this year is just a, make decisions quickly when it comes to gifting because if not, it can take up so much of your mental capacity at this time of year and leave you very little for anything else. So make decisions quickly and get it done. Where you can buy online, buy online rather than going out and getting stressed in car parks and queuing and people everywhere. Those types of experiences just add to the stress at this time of year. Whereas if you think through your list, decide what you're going to get each person, just log online, buy it, get it delivered to your door. It does take the mental capacity out of it and you feel so much better once you've done it, you've got the gift and you've ticked it off your list. And then once you've bought the gift, just stop looking. I don't know if anyone else does this, but sometimes when I um, organised, then I start looking at gifts again and I start looking at shopping and think, well, maybe I could just add that and add that. And then it gets to Christmas Eve and you think, what have I bought? Gifts for a small village. This is wild. So decide what you want the impact of your gifting to have and then just do it, just get it done. And then your mental load feels much lighter once it's done. So that's what I'm getting be getting better at this year. Um, also declutter now. I have found this has been very helpful. We often save the decluttering of stuff around our physical environment for January because that's it's a new year, it's a new start, you get to focus on, you know, keeping things fresh. What if you declutter now before Christmas and then you have time and space to deal with what Christmas has to offer and then all of these new gifts that are coming into your home actually have space and you will also feel better mentally because we know that decluttering your physical environment can actually have a massive part to play in your mental health and just feeling good about how you are, how you live your life on a day-to-day -day basis. And then the final part is habits. Now, this is something that can just get thrown in the fire with all the Christmas wrapping, but it doesn't have to. You can stick with your healthy habits over the festive season because even when you look at a diary that's rammed full of festive events, nights out, parties, lunches, all that kind of stuff, even when you look at that diary, there's still time to carve out half an hour to exercise. You're going to have your breakfast anyway. You might as well just have a healthy breakfast, which will set you up really well for the day. Why not just have a protein shake packed with vegetables and fruit and healthy fats to set you up really well for the day instead of just rolling those bad eating habits into the next day? You are going to be going on nights out and enjoying yourself and that's the key that's it's definitely 80 20 80 percent good habits 20 percent let your hair down and have fun but just don't let it all go to rack and ruin because of the festive season you can decide when it's going to suit you best to exercise maybe you're going to have to get up half an hour earlier to go for a quick run or do a quick hit workout in the kitchen instead of finding three hours to go to the gym and get changed and ready and all that kind of stuff at the gym or 
I, I mean, I realise I just said three hours, that's quite an exaggeration. I don't know many people that spend three hours at the gym. <laughs> but even an hour and a half, it can grow arms and legs if you don't have much else planned. And that's why scheduling your time and scheduling your day is so, so important. Also, with just going back to your priorities and your plan, stick to those habits. And the it's, it's like a cycle. You make your priorities, you plan your time, then that will help you stick to your habits. What will, what will help you stick to your habits is prioritising, then planning your time and then your habits. And that's how it goes round. But if one of those slips, then they will all slip. So just start from the beginning, look at your schedule and figure out what your goals are and how you can work backwards with that. And I really think that will help you to feel good on the 1st of January, to get to that new year bell and feel like you know, you still feel good. You've had a ball, you've enjoyed yourself, but you still feel good and you're still proud of yourself because we, particularly as women, have a bad habit of getting to the 1st of January and we forget about all the good work, all the fun stuff, all the incredible things that we achieved between January of the previous year and November and we only focus on December and we only focus on what went wrong. Let's focus on what is going to go right. Let's plan out the rest of your year so that you prioritise your goals, you feel good, your business is in good shape, you've kept up those habits so that you don't have to start from scratch in January and you're just feeling like you handled the silly season with grace and ease. Because with a little bit of prioritisation and planning, it can totally be that. So I hope that's helped. Loads of love and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value from that episode today, then I would love for you to share it on your social media. You'll find me at Instagram at UK, and the podcast is at SheCanPod. And if you found value, then please hop on to Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review. I would love you forever. And that really helps the visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast. So thanks so much for your time. Thank you for spending your half hour with me and I hope to see you really soon.